96 and 98.5 FM. The first hour of Sports Time is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome in to Sports Time on a Friday. Bryant Dacus with you. No Brett Norsworthy today. He's traveling uh, down to Athens, Georgia for Ole Miss, Georgia tomorrow night. College game day there. It's the game of the weekend, and it's going to be a big game for Ole Miss. But like I said, Bryant Dake is here with you. Johnny Hill uh, in the other room producing. Also going to do a little co-hosting today. Johnny, his second day uh, kind of officially with us, I should say, um, was with us yesterday um, and will be uh, with us going forward. So really excited, Johnny, to have you. How are you doing this afternoon? And I'm doing amazing, man. Appreciate it. Hey, it's a, it feels a little different in the seat, man. It feels a little different Good. in the seat, man. Confidence. You got to have confidence in there, right? Yeah, got to have that's, confidence. That's what you got to have. But, <laughs> but no, we got a lot to get to uh, today. College football, college basketball, NBA, NFL, a little bit of everything. But we've got to start with the breaking news. Just came down maybe 30 minutes ago, the breaking news from Pete Thamel over at ESPN. Sources, the Big Ten is expected discipline, uh, is expected to discipline Michigan for the in-person scouting and ongoing sign-stealing investigation and will prohibit Jim Harbaugh from being on the sideline until the conclusion of the regular season. He will uh, be allowed to coach during the week but will not be able to coach during games for these next three games. Penn State tomorrow, an early game against Penn State, um, that uh, big noon kickoff game at 11 a.m. The next game, I believe you have Maryland next week. Uh, Maryland or Rutgers um, next week. And then the final week, obviously, um, Ohio State. Uh, yeah, next week, uh, Maryland. And then uh, they'll finish the season at home against Ohio State. You know the funniest thing about this? Yeah. What's the funniest? I don't know. Maybe things have changed now. But when this dropped 30 minutes ago, yeah, literally, um, Michigan was still in the air. Uh, yeah. They're flying to, to, to Penn State to, for, the, for that game tomorrow. So they were in the air. They don't know. They, ha- they, they don't know. They don't mean, know. They're not getting this, this, uh, this news. So, uh, so when they touch down, <laughs> Coach so Harbaugh gonna... can be around. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's just terrible. I just don't understand this. I know, you know I woke up this morning, and that was kind of – all the news going around is, oh, sources are saying that yeah. that the, you know we're going to get some news today from the Big Ten, a ruling or something on Jim Harbaugh and this Michigan team. I just don't understand it. You know, we've talked for weeks and weeks about this situation, and I, um, you know, when when this first came out, I think me and Brett were both kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and then more information presented itself, yeah, and, and what I've kind of said is, yeah, okay. If Connor Stallions, people say his name differently. Connor yeah, Stallions, Stallion, yeah. um, was and and that was him on the Central Michigan sideline. But if he was on the sideline yeah. at a Central Michigan game, yeah. decked out in Central Michigan gear, um, against Michigan State, yeah, that's that's illegal. You can't that's, do that. Yeah, that's very. I, you know, yeah, you that's need illegal. To, you, you need to punish it. somebody yeah. for that. But I do think the just mere fact of science stealing happens all the time. Now, yeah, of course, I, I believe it happens a lot, Brian. Right. I, I, I validate that. That happens and a so, lot in college football. And man. so, you know, I understand. Um, I'm sure Michigan did things that were way too far yeah, and things course, you shouldn't be doing. But at the same time, 
and I get it. The Big Ten's being pressured by everybody yeah. outside of Michigan yeah, the, to do something. You've yeah, got to do the something. The mainstream media. Like, right. Especially well, just everything. ESPN, those, yeah. those other teams and stuff as well. I mean, you're hearing reports of you know Ohio State and Purdue and yeah. Michigan State are yeah. all calling the league offices saying, we've got to do something now. We've got to do something about this. I just I feel like it would have been really easy to say – we have we want to have a full investigation about this. Yeah, we will rule. You know, in due time, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna make yeah. sure we check all of our T's, cross all of our eyes, yeah. um, and uh, and really make sure we've got this figured out before we rule down anything. But I think they got pressured to do this, and so three games. Um, that's that's not that's not light. Um, that's in, not. in the Big Ten, I mean, I understand Michigan's really good, really good team, but. Penn State's a really good team. Really, really, um, they legit. Maryland's offense has shown that they can they can score with with really any team. Yeah. Um, Ohio State is right now the number one in in the uh, college football playoffs for sure. So you know these are really really good teams that they're going up against these next three weeks, and I just don't understand. Man. It's different, especially this tomorrow's game, and I and I still don't know if I think he'll be out for tomorrow. I think. They're, the sources are telling a lot of people. I think Brett McMurphy, I saw, say this that they're going to try to get, um, you know, they're they're going to have a a uh, judge look at this and try to get something to where he can coach tomorrow. Um, because I, that's ridiculous. I understand if you had said Monday or Tuesday, yeah, hey. Jim Harbaugh, you can't coach. Yeah. But you've let the entire week go by. Yeah. Sources came out. This sources were telling people this morning that you were going to have something by early afternoon. Michigan's basically sitting around waiting for word before they fly out, and you wait till they're in the middle of the air flying to Penn State. Yeah, that's very unfair, Brian. Because, like, I really agree with you. They could have really pushed this back into next week to Monday. Yeah. But like like you said, just the fact of the matter that they found out in this aspect and they're mm-hmm. in the air literally and then once they touch down, the coach can't be around. Right. Now that threw their whole thing off because now they go into meetings and everything and the coach ain't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Brett McMurphy uh, has been tweeting a lot since all of this came out um, but it's Michigan expected to seek temporary restraining order allowing him to coach Saturday at Penn State. He also tweeted and said, I, I like this tweet uh, 12 minutes ago, Big Ten were Worried about Michigan's quote competitive advantage with sign with sign stealing allegations, yet the league suspended a head coach less than 24 hours before kickoff. Isn't a big uh, quote competitive advantage for Penn State? Major lack of leadership by the Big Ten. I agree. I mean, it just seems like we're we waited so long into the week, so long into the day to have an announcement for this, and so you know, I I was kind of in the boat of. Let the season play out and then, you know, have a full investigation yeah. and then rule down. Now, there's some people that are going to say, well, you know, the, the guy that's got to be punished here is Jim Harbaugh. Yes, for sure. And, and I agree with that because I think in the past we've seen the NCAA um, rule down, you know, take their time with cases. And when they finally come to a ruling and they put in, you know, suspensions, um, you know, scholarship reductions, uh, postseason bans. It's when a coach isn't there anymore, players aren't there anymore. It's a completely new group of guys. And that's punishing the wrong people, which I completely agree. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of a fine line you have to walk because you don't want to rule too early to where you don't have all of the facts, but also you don't want to wait too long where nobody that was a part of it uh, is getting punished. And the people that are getting punished 
um, are completely new to to the team and to the to the program. So it's it's very tricky. Um, yeah, but, it's a it's a very tricky situation, especially if coming from a Michigan standpoint. Yeah. They let they let uh, what's his name, Connor Stallion. Stallion, they, they let him go. Yeah, he resigned. Yeah, 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 yeah resigned. Yeah. But uh, they said you gotta get out. Yeah, of here. yeah, come on. They most likely resigned or not. He's gone from the program. So Michigan, mm-hmm. they probably thinking, oh, we off the hook. Yeah. But nah, man, they. This shocked me as well, man, because I, I especially didn't think it was going to happen going into game day. Well, and here's the thing. I would put a lot of money on Jim Harbaugh not being in college football next year. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to leave. Okay. I, I mean, okay. I mean, Johnny, look at it. Okay. He was suspended the first four games of the season, three yeah. or four games of the yeah. season at the beginning of the year, and now he's going to be suspended the last three games of the season. It seemed like you're picking and, on and him. And we've already – oh, yeah. yeah. And we've already seen that he kind of – you know, flirts with the the NFL. There's always those reports of maybe he's going to go to the N- NFL, maybe he's not. So I think he's going to go back um, after this year and, and be back in the NFL. So maybe this was the only shot, um, the Big Ten, I guess I should say, because they were the ones that that ruled it down. Maybe this is the only chance the Big Ten felt like uh, you know their shot to to suspend Jim Harbaugh. Uh, I saw on ESPN. I forgot who was saying this, um, but they were they were basically saying if you're the Big Ten. How do you do this when Michigan is your best shot this year to make it to the to the um, college football playoffs? That's why. I, hey, that's that's why I was thinking as well, man. When it and it it really made me think a one loss Michigan team. Okay, that lost a game while Jim Harbaugh wasn't coaching because it's the three regular season games. Yeah. So maybe I mean. Just based on this, he'll be able to coach in the conference championship game and in whatever bowl, bowl. or playoff yeah, whatever bowl or playoff game they play yeah. in. Um, so the question is, if they lose, if Jim Harbaugh can't coach any of these games, which right now it looks like he will not coach any of these games, maybe they can get a restraining order or something to allow him to coach tomorrow. Let's just say he doesn't coach these next three games. Let's say they lose one game. Oh, it's over. I, I don't think. Does I think the, but, drop, but does the college out. football playoff look at it and say, "Well, they didn't have Jim Harbaugh, and they've shown when they've had Jim Harbaugh, they're one of the best teams in the country." How and it, obviously that depends on how the game goes. Yeah, and, you know, is it a close game? Yada yada. But how it's looking though, Brian? If they lose one game, it's cooked for them, man. Hmm. I feel like they're going <laughs> somehow. I, because it just makes you root for for Jim Harbaugh at this point. Because <laughs> it's like, dang, it's like they're really coming against this man, yeah. man. They couldn't wait. Yeah, they couldn't I, wait. I've never had anything really against um, Jim Harbaugh, um, but I, I know a lot of people do. Um, yeah, I will, yeah. I will say this. Uh, you know, tomorrow uh, Memphis football is in Charlotte to play the Forty Niners. Um, their head coach Biff Pogey. Um, who I'm I'm a big fan of. Really? I, I really like Biff Poach. I think he's a fascinating guy. I think he's really? super interesting. <laughs> he looks interesting. Uh, he, he does. <laughs> and I just think he's interesting. And so I've been kind of following the Charlotte team um, all season. And he came, this is his first year at Charlotte, he came from Michigan and was uh, was on staff under Jim Harbaugh. And so he tweeted a couple hours ago, this was before any of the you know, rulings came in from the Big Ten okay. um, about suspensions. This was Beth Pogey's tweet, um, who Memphis will will play tomorrow afternoon. 
I have been quiet on the Michigan situation, but no longer. I was closer to Jim Harbaugh over the last three years than anyone except his wife and kids. If Jim knew, I would have known. I didn't know, and neither did he. I stake my reputation on it. Stop whining and get a better team. Man, okay. (laughs) How about that? But, like, Brian, that shows also how he feels about Jim, the character. Because, like you said, he said he'd been there other than his wife and his family. Like, he was there with him. Yeah. Yeah. And put his reputation on it. That's what I'm saying. Like, and his reputation as a coach. You know they value that more yeah. than anything. And reputation man. as a man. I mean, am <laughs> I lying that talk, or, am I, or am I talking the truth? Talk that talk, um, man. So I don't know. I mean, I obviously am not anywhere close to this situation to know anything other yeah, than we're not, what, we're what, not. what everyone else knows. Um, and so I, I love talking to David Cohn, and I'm you know now really excited to talk to David yeah. um, on Wednesday about this because you know he's a he played at Michigan. You know yeah. he, he still has a lot of connections with Michigan and and a lot more information on everything that's going on um, over there. So it'll be it'll be fun to talk to him on Wednesday. But um, that's kind of the latest news that as of right now, uh, Jim Harbaugh will not be allowed to coach the next three games uh, until the end of the regular season. So Penn State tomorrow. Which is crazy. Yeah, crazy Penn State game. tomorrow, yeah. Maryland, and then the the big one against uh, Ohio State. Ooh, it's gonna be geez. tough. It's gonna be tough. Well, Johnny, I do. Before we get to top and not top story, um, we were gonna talk Thursday night football, but this really kind of uh, threw everything uh, off track. Um, it was kind of an ugly Thursday night football game. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ba- Bears won. Cool. Come on, come on. Um, but tonight the Grizzlies are in action against the Utah Jazz. Okay. Uh, and we got pack show. I mean, we 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 won't have much time after right now to talk about this game tonight. Mm-hmm. But uh, Grizzlies and Jazz tonight. Grizzlies. I mean, they are yeah. they are struggling right now. They yeah. really are. Everyone knows it. It's not a secret. No secret. Um, <laughs> but what do you? Before I ask you about the Grizzlies in this game tonight. What do you make of the in-season tournament? And have you seen the new courts? Did you tune in, I guess, last Friday and see any of the new the new courts? Okay, Brian. I said I did not like it. Okay. Me and you both had a discussion. Yep. I said I didn't like it. We talked about it before Friday. Yeah, I said I didn't like it. But, Brian, I love the courts. I love every single court they have really? put out. I love the courts, You're man. You're lying. I love the courts. I don't believe you. I'm a fan of the courts, man. What are you? What what specifically are you a fan bro, of? Bro, Brian, I don't know if you remember this, but when we was younger, right, uh-huh. them courts are similar to how the NBA Finals courts are, man. <laughs> no. No. Yes, no, bro. No, I know where you're going. They are, bro. I don't agree. That, bro. The I, only thing that's similar is the, is the fact that the trophy is at that's center court. That's what I'm court. saying. Hey, bro. But these colors are hideous. Bro. Most of them are. Bro. Some <laughs> of them work. I think the Grizzlies doesn't look bad. I think the Grizzlies is fine. But some of these, I mean, New Orleans, I don't think they've debuted theirs yet, but I've seen a picture of it. It's like the court's purple, and then right down the center, there's a, like, neon green strip. Brian, I feel like Brian. I felt like I was a kid again, man. I see, saw that trophy, man. I see that trophy on the court. I'm like, man, this feel like my childhood. Here's, Brian, I love it. I love the course. I don't like the tournament. Here's what I think uh, they should have done. Is I understand because I've heard a lot of people, you know, talk, talking about the in season tournament and talking about the courts. I've heard a lot of people don't like the courts. Uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of them, but it's not like I'm not like fuming over them or anything. Okay. Um. But what I've heard a lot of people say is the courts are, are you know, a thing that you need to have. You just popped your finger. Um, is that what you did? I knew it's what you yeah. did. Um, but uh, some people are saying you need to have the courts because 
people then know, you know, you change it and you see, oh, wow, what's this court? Oh, it's the in-season tournament. You know, it kind of catches people and it's it's okay. something to keep an I see eye what you're on. Saying. I see what you're saying. Here's what I think they should have done. What do you think? I think a year ago when they decided they were going to have the in-season tournament, you get with every single NBA team okay. and say, we because they had to have provided those courts or something or paid for those courts or whatever. The NBA had to have. Maybe the teams. I don't know. But tell each team, y'all create a custom court based on your team and your city. And that is going to be your in-season court. So like for for like LA, may, or for New York, maybe you would have like the New York skyline on your court. Or yeah. like maybe like graffiti because like graffiti is very popular okay. in like New York. But like like let each team give like their own creativity and maybe okay. you, you have maybe you have somebody within the, the – the franchise, like social media team or yeah. something like that. Or maybe, maybe even better, you can get with like a local artist or something like that okay, like and like it. be like, we want you to create this court. And so then it gives that person a platform, but it also gives you like when, when people are tuning in, like if, if the Grizzlies are playing Utah. Yeah. Uh, or, or if they're playing Portland, okay, in the, okay. which is what they, where they played on Friday. Yeah, they did. If they go up and play Portland, I'm just seeing a court that's red and with a black strip in the middle or whatever. <laughs> but if I saw something that was like more centric to Portland, like maybe oh. I'll learn something about Portland that I didn't know or it like gives it its own flair. I think I would be way more intrigued of those courts than just this like cookie cutter. Every court looks the exact same, but it's just different colors and different team colors. Okay, Brian, we agreed to disagree. <laughs> but Brian, I do agree with one thing you said. They should have. They should have. Met up with an artist and really like made it more. Authentic. I like that. Like give it some creativity. Were, yes, I agree with Let that. Let everybody Especially, be different. Yes, and man. and I think that would draw people in more than yeah. just the same thing because it's cool for the first like five minutes. Oh, look a different court. But like I would be looking like okay, well, what is what's Memphis court's going to look like? What is what are the Lakers court going to look like? Yeah. What's you know what's the uh, in team by team by team? So I think that'd be really cool. But uh, let me set up today's show before we get to top and not top story of the day. It's a busy busy. Friday, 3.30, Alan Bell from CBS Digital and the executive producer of The Early Edge. He's going to join us. We're going to talk a lot of wagering with him, get his NFL and college football picks for this weekend. At 3.45, we're going to talk about the weekend in college football as that gets kicked off tomorrow. And we got some really, really intriguing games. 4 o'clock, Bruce Marshall from Vegas Insider, CBS Sports, and BAMSports.net will join us. We'll talk some more wagering with him and get some more picks for the weekend with Bruce. 4.30, Ty Richardson from ESPN Arkansas. He's going to join us to talk Arkansas football and Arkansas basketball as they've got their first game uh, under their belt. They play again tonight against Gardner-Webb. And the football team picked up a big win at Florida last week. They've got Auburn this weekend. Uh, at the end of that segment, about 4.42 or so, we're going to get to our weekend bingo card. 4.45, we'll get to big number of the day. 5 o'clock, Jim's Place Grill in Collierville presents Jason Munns. We'll talk to Jason Munns, the commercial appeal uh, Memphis Tiger basketball beat writer. We'll talk about this upcoming game tonight against Missouri. It's a big game. We'll also get his thoughts on that first game against Jackson State. Uh, 5.30, we'll get to First National Bank and Trust Friday football forecast. Now, 5.45, 
45. We'll wrap up today's show like we always do with Taco Bell Crunch Time. But let me remind you, we're in our family leisure studios where family and fun come together. The overstock sale is going on right now, and family leisure needs your help to clear out their overstock inventory. Select patio sets up to 50% off. Play gyms under $2,000. Extended sale pricing on all in-stock hot tubs and swim spas. Their winter pool closing items now up to 30% off. Pool tables and game room items up to $700 off their in-stock items. Saunas, massage chairs, arcades, theater seating, they've got it all. And uh, also free delivering for those items and the special financing. It's still available, but only at Family Leisure 2120 Witten Road, just north of I-40. Johnny, let's go ahead and get to top story of the day. Top story of the day. Well, my top story of the day is the Tigers game tonight against Missouri. Another Tiger team, the SEC, one of the SEC Tiger teams. It's going to be a massive game tonight for, uh, I was going to say Penny Hardaway and his crew, but Penny Hardaway will not be there coaching because uh, he's still serving that suspension. Game two of that, that three-game suspension um, that was given down to him in the offseason. But when you look at this Missouri team, they lost three players that averaged more than 10 points a game last year, but they added eight new guys, including six transfers that uh, Dennis Gates gives high praise to. And Dennis Gates, their coach, he's in his second year, and uh, he was phenomenal last year. I mean, a, a unbelievable mind. Some people might remember before he was at Missouri, he was the coach of, of Cleveland State and, and took really? them to an NCAA tournament. was really good at Cleveland State. I, I remember catching on to Dennis Gates when he was at Cleveland State and saying, man, this guy's going to be uh, a really good coach, and he's done a really good job at Missouri. Um, they've got a really good backcourt. They've got a, a pair of, of older guards, Nick Honor and Sean East II, that are going to play really big roles for Missouri this year. Uh, Honor, he had 18 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds in that first game against Arkansas Pine Bluff, um, and uh, and Sean uh, Sean East had 21 points, three rebounds, two assists. I found this really interesting because that Missouri team was really really good last year. But they had uh, two guys that are now uh, in the NBA: Kobe Brown and uh, Demoy Hodge, who I think might be in the G League now. But I know Kobe Brown. Uh, is, is in the NBA right now. And this is what uh, Dennis Gates had to say about Nick Honor. People think Kobe Brown was our most important player on the roster a year ago. He was important. Demoy Hodge was important. Yeah. But the person that I could not lose was Nick Honor. If we didn't have him, I wouldn't be comfortable as a coach. That's what That's Dennis Gates praise, said. Man. That's very high praise, That's high praise. Especially when you just lost one of those yeah. guys to the NBA. <laughs> praise, so man. this is going to be a really good team. The question mark comes in the front court. Um, yeah. We know uh, some of their guys, Connor Vanover isn't going to play tonight. He's suspended. Um, he's a 7-5 center that likes to shoot threes. And something I found yeah. interesting, I was reading up on, on Missouri uh, earlier today, and uh, one thing about their big men is they're all three-point shooters, and they can all shoot the ball. The problem is, is they're all kind of the build of like real tall but slender and so none of them are super physical Mm -hmm. um not great rebounders so that might be an area where memphis has an edge they've got physical guys they didn't rebound the ball great against uh, jackson state in that first game lost the rebounding um contest so we'll see what the tigers can do tonight i think it's a really really good game i said the other day when we did wins and losses that um i thought missouri would win this game yes after kind of looking at both teams the past couple of days Come and on. really kind of studying up. Come on, Brad. 
What you think? We'll wait. We'll wait until I, until thinking? we get to our Tiger bankroll. What you think? Tigers have a really good opportunity. Come on, man. They got but a- now one thing that's going to be tough for them. Okay. Saw this earlier today. Sold out crowd tonight at it Mizzou is. Arena. So it's going to be a a really rocking it's environment. Rocking. I, I'm excited to talk to Jason Munns um, at five o'clock about this game. But uh, it, it's certainly a game the Tigers can win for sure, man. But um, my top story, man, guess what, Brian? It's Lane up? Kiffin, man. If you don't know, it's Coach Kiffin, man. Hey, man, I don't know if you've been following. He had to dis- dismiss a $40 million lawsuit, man. Yeah, one of his uh, players, well, former players, was trying to sue him yes. $40 million. They're trying to. It hadn't been dismissed yet. They're trying to. Man, get that. he's trying to. Man, but but Coach Kiffin, man, he lawyered up, bro. Mm-hmm. And the university, they're lawyered up, man. And I don't know if you fully know, but he was dismissed for yeah. missing meetings. Mm-hmm. And also, he wasn't playing as well, so he felt that it was it wasn't right. Did man. you see the Did you see the video that's been going around on, yeah. on social media? Yeah. Because obviously, you know, and, and mental health is a is a real issue. Yeah, that's a real and, issue. And you know, I. Um, and not super well versed on it to, either, to, to speak much about it, but it's it's a real thing. I, I have friends that have have struggled with mental health and, and things like that. It's very serious, and so uh, you know the player was saying he was having mental health uh, issues, but had missed like two weeks of practice, yeah. two weeks of meetings. Um, and, and Lane Kiffin had been trying to call him and, and text him, tell him to come to the office and meet with him, and he wasn't returning any of the calls. And at some point, I mean. I think you just kind of have to to let somebody what? go at that point when they're missing meetings and stuff, meet, missing everything. You yeah. just go on incognito. And Brian, the thing is communication. Absolutely. If he would have just communicated what was going on, uh-huh. I feel like everything could have been better. Absolutely. But man, he he throwing all types of allegations mm. on him, man. Mm. So we gonna see what this gonna end up, man. We gonna see. Not top story of the day. Well, my not top story of the day. It's. I'm going to say Tiger-centric. It's this football game against Charlotte. I think the Tigers have a great opportunity, but this is not a game that they can look ahead. I made this my not-top story of the day yesterday, but I'm going right back to it because I'm excited about this game. Me too, I, I, I really am. But the Tigers can't get too excited yeah. about what's ahead on the schedule. SMU the following week at home. What you don't want to do is look at this Charlotte team that has really struggled this year. They are. I'll be completely completely honest and i've i've uh you've been covering them you've been covering I, I, them. I, I wouldn't say i've been covering yeah. hey, them. i've been keeping an eye on them um, <laughs> you've been keeping a, a close eye on them. they've really struggled <laughs> and um so i think this is going to be a great opportunity for the tigers and it's kind of different from what we've seen these last couple of seasons um between uh tigers and their opponents really these last three weeks it's been oh that offense that memphis is going to play this weekend is really good i mean yeah. really fun really electric but the defense is kind of shaky yeah it's kind of flipped i will charlotte's offense is not very good. It's kind of eh. Defense is better than the offense. It's a little better than the offense. I was looking at some statistics earlier today. Charlotte's defense, third in the AAC in total yards allowed. They only allow 353 total yards. Second in the AAC in passing yards allowed, 196.4. And ninth in the AAC in rushing yards allowed with 156.6. So those are pretty good numbers. Looking at the offense... They're last in the AAC in scoring, 16.8 points per game. 12th in the AAC in average yards per game, 322.9. 10th uh, in rushing offense, 144 uh, yards per game. 11th in passing offense, 178.4. So really, 
down yeah. towards the bottom in really most uh, offensive statistics. Now, the thing to keep an eye on for Charlotte's quarterback, Jalen Jones, who's more of a running is, quarterback, has been out. Texor Ivy, who's a walk-on, played last year, had some big throws. He's more of a passing quarterback. Yeah. So what style do you see based on who's healthy, who's not? Their defense is really good. They had to sit three guys last week. One, who's one of their leading tacklers, um, because they were suspended. Coach uh, Biff Poggi suspended both of them. So I had to suspend them. Um, so it's going to be a good game. Uh, biggest thing for the Tigers, Seth Hennigan. Does he play? Blake Watson, does he play? I said uh, Charlotte, ninth in the AAC in rushing yards allowed. If Blake Watson can play tomorrow, yeah. Tigers should run away with this. But that's what you want if you're the Tigers. You yeah. want the Tigers to have this fast offense, get points on the board, because Charlotte wants to make it a game, a low-scoring, grind-it-out yeah, type of game. They, that's team. the game they're they can win. Yeah. Yep. But, um, Brian, my not tough story, man, guess what this is? Go ahead. LeBron James. Hey, Brian, let me talk this talk with you, Brian. Man, LeBron James, man, he tweeted out and he talked about how he would still be the same player that he is if he one that went to Miami, man. Hmm. I don't agree. Me either, Brian. Heat culture's a real thing. Okay, Brian. Yeah. We seen what Miami he just did for Jimmy Butler. Yeah. And 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 let's be honest, man. I I like LeBron James. I don't mm-hmm. think he's the goat, but I have a right perspective of who he is, yeah. man. LeBron James, he wouldn't be the guy that he is today because I feel he had to go learn from Dwayne mm-hmm. Wade, who won the championship. Yeah, and then he took that winning mentality and took it to Cleveland and to the Lakers, man. So I feel like that Pat Riley, that Heat culture, it's a real thing. He had to learn it, man. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. Well, that'll do it for top and not top story of the day. We ran a little long this first segment. We're having fun, Johnny, on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, we are. Let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk some gambling. Alan Bell, he's next. Let's make some money. money. It's time for Wagering Talk with Alan Bell from CBS Sports. Alan is the executive producer of Early Edge, part of CBS Sports Digital, and on Twitter X at Alan G. Bell. Here's Alan with Bryant and Brett. Welcome back into Sports Time. Bryant Dacus and Johnny Hill with you. Know Brett Norsworthy today. He's on the road to Athens to talk, or excuse me, for the game against uh, Georgia for Ole Miss. But joining us now to talk some wagering, Alan Bell joins us now. Alan, as always, thanks so much for joining us. And before we get to any of these games this weekend, I've got to ask you your thoughts on this Michigan situation. We got the news about an hour ago, Jim Harbaugh, uh, unless they get something, a restraining order of some sort, he'll be out the next three games, the last three regular season games uh, of the season. What do you make of this decision uh, in Jim Harbaugh not being allowed to coach the next three games? And it's tough, right? Yeah. Um, I'll say this, that the fact that the conference is coming after, uh, you know, Michigan as well, mm-hmm. uh, means that generally, uh, you know, the NCAA has a case. Because yeah. if they didn't, you know, the, the, the Big Ten is kind of like the NFL. The commissioner works for the ADs. They mm-hmm. work for the schools. They promote the schools. And we're talking about a team that can compete for a national championship, a real, you know, team that can do it, right? Um, so this this tells me that the NCAA's case is, is pretty good, and likely we've probably seen the last of Jim Harbaugh this year. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I would assume that the school will try to mitigate, you know, the uh, potential punishment. And Jim Harbaugh probably, you know, will go along with that because he loves Michigan. And they'll say, yeah. look, guys, I'll step aside, go to the NFL, 
you know, let you guys, you know, get off. So not good for Michigan. At all. No. Well, that's one. But I'll say this, though, real quick. I'll yeah. say this. The line uh, on this game against Penn State was minus was Michigan minus four, okay. all right, before the news. Yeah. Okay? The line right now is Michigan minus four. So there you go. That goes <laughs> to go. kill you. I yeah. like it. Well, and, that, and that's yeah. one thing, you know, me and Johnny were talking about it to start the show. And, and I think one thing to me that stood out about them making this decision so fast and trying to get it right now is I think everyone and their mother thinks uh, Jim Harbaugh is leaving for the NFL after the season. I think if they wanted to punish Jim Harbaugh, this was really the only opportunity they had before he leaves Michigan. So I, I'm not super shocked uh, about the decision, but I think you're right. They, they must have good evidence. Well, let's start with that game on Saturday, Alan, uh, Michigan and Penn State right now, like you said, Michigan, a four-point favorite. That total sitting at 44-and-a-half with no Jim Harbaugh. What do you like in this one? I like Michigan uh, I'll, and wow. for a couple of reasons. Number one, they've already played without Jim Harbaugh this season mm-hmm. already, right? So this isn't anything new. Uh, number two, Michigan and like Jim Harbaugh even went away. He has used this as motivation for his team, right? Like, we have seen them respond. Now, here's the question. This is really the first time Michigan's played anybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing when you're doing this against Indiana and whoever. Uh, It's another thing when you've got Penn State on the road, and then you play Maryland, and then you play Ohio State, Mm -hmm. right? Like, this is go time. It gets real uh, in a hurry. But that being said... Um, I think that Michigan, you know, the reason I like them, their offense is it's nothing special. And, and, and I don't say that negatively. I say it as, you know, if this were a big, like, gimmick offense, you have to do a bunch of stuff, you know, for it to work, yeah, I'd be worried. They, they just run the football and throw the football. And yeah. make you make a decision, you'll stop the run and you'll stop the pass. And they do the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. So not much changes for Michigan here. I think it's going to be a great game, but I'll take Michigan. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, a little bit later in the afternoon, uh, up in Missouri, Tennessee on the road at Missouri. Um, Brett likes to remind everybody, you know, the Tigers are up there to play Missouri tonight. Memphis fans, Tennessee fans, play nice up there. It's gonna, it could get ugly <laughs> up there between those fan bases. But what do you like tomorrow afternoon on CBS? Tennessee versus Missouri right now. Tennessee, a two and a half point favorite. That total about 58 and a half. Yeah, man, here's the tough part, right? So Missouri's going to be likely without their top wide receiver, all right? Mm. Uh, and that hurts because he is a playmaker for that team. And Tennessee secondary is not that good. Their, their defensive four is solid. But beyond that, the defense isn't that great. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to roll with Missouri here. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I do think that these teams are pretty even. Um, you know, if Tennessee had the passing game that they did last year with Hendon Hooker, I'd be all over Tennessee, but they're doing it on the ground and they're, mm-hmm. they're running for 200 plus yards a game. Like I'm not taking anything away from them, but Missouri can score too. And they're going to score. So if you, if it's two and a half, man, give me the home team. In this one. I like it. I like it. Uh, let's go to the game that, uh, that Brett will be at tomorrow afternoon, uh, between the Ole Miss Rebels and the Georgia Bulldogs. Right now, Georgia, big favorite in this one, 10 and a half. That total also about 58 and a half. What do you like in the college game day game tomorrow? I am rolling with Ole Miss. Oh, wow. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. All right. So Lane Kiffin, 15 years ago, was the head coach of the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Like, it is astonishing the level of experience that Lane Kiffin actually has. What was Kirby Smart doing 15 
<laughs> right? Point. Like, I mean, Lane Kiffin has been there, done that. He's seen things. You're not going to surprise him. Mm-hmm. Now, Georgia's a better team. Don't get me wrong. But Ole Miss is better than the public gives it credit for. That offense can score. They can play defense. Really, the big thing is that if they just don't shoot themselves in the foot, right? Like, yeah. don't turn the ball over deep in your own territory. Just don't make it easy for Georgia, right? Like, they're going to score, and you're going to score. But make them earn it. Um, but, yeah, ten and a half. I think it's too Big much. Ole Miss can win this game. Like, I know oh, what yeah. I just said. Ole Miss can win this game. Do, do I think that they do? Am I going to bet it? Huh. No. But I'll bet the ten and a half. I'll take Ole Miss about Oh, I like that one. All right, I got to ask you a very specific question. Um, yeah. Rutgers, Iowa. Over or under 28 and a half? My God, 28 and a half? Uh, I mean, I have to take the over it out of principle alone. But that being said, you know, it'll come in at like 22. Like, it'll come in under and not even be a sweat. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But no, like, I mean, 28 and a half. Dude, it's unbelievable. Especially, like, Iowa has known that they had to fix this offense and yeah. score. Mm-hmm. And they haven't done it. <laughs> yeah. Do you, Alan, do you also remember when they promised up and down preseason that they were going to average 25 points a game and this offense was going to be better than we've ever seen it? Or was that just me? Yeah. I mean... Well, you know what? You're right. Like I, when, when we heard that, I was like, well, did they move down to like 5A in high school? Like, <laughs> who are they playing against? You know what I mean? Uh, it's just bad. Like, it's just been brutal. But the tough part is that they do have a legit defense. Yeah. Um, I'll take it out of principle, but my God. I mean, that's going to be. Can you imagine sitting there watching that? Oh, man. Bear in like 20 degrees? No. One of the few joys on a Sunday afternoon is watching Iowa football and wondering if you're going to get an over or an under on any specific (laughs) day. It's great. We're talking to Alan Bell from CBS Digital, the executive producer of The Early Edge. He joins us every Friday afternoon to talk wagering. All right, Alan, let's get into some of these NFL games. And I want to start off with the Frankfurt game early in the morning Sunday. Colts and Patriots right now. Colts a two-and-a-half point favorite. That total sitting about 42-and-a-half. What do you like in the early game? I like the under. Let me go ahead and tell you that. Um, the, the, we saw with the Chiefs and uh, the Dolphins going uh, over to Germany. Uh, that's a long trip. Dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, London is a long trip. Like, this is, it's unknown. Like, you know, we've only had one, obviously, and it was last week. So, I mean, this is brand new for these teams. And it's just a lot mm-hmm. to take in for the, you know, for, for creatures of habit that NFL players, coaches, et cetera, right? Also, Patriots have a decent defense. Then okay offense, but, you know, it's not that great. Right. And the Colts, kind of the same. Like, I, I, I like the under for so many different reasons here. I think it's going to be a pretty ugly game. If you're looking for props, bet punts over Ooh, eight and a half. Like there will that. be a ton of punts in this like game. That. I'm writing that down right now. I love that bet. <laughs> um, I really loved watching. I've really loved watching him all season, but what CJ Stroud has done this year and what he did last Sunday um, in that game against Tampa Bay was just unbelievable, but a much tougher Yo. test this weekend on the road against the Bengals. Right now, Cincinnati six and a half point favorite. That total sitting about 46 and a half. Do you think we could see CJ Stroud magic uh, two weeks in a row? Yeah, like, dude, I, I mean, he has played great all season oh, yeah. long. I'm with you right now. Are they going to go in and win this game? Probably <laughs> not. No. But they can score with anybody, right? Like, yeah. I mean, C.J. Stroud, it is incredible what this kid is doing. Because remember, the Texans are not a 
good football team. Yeah. You know, like I like the you know the coaching staff. I like the Miko Ryan's. I like you know the, the the draft picks and everything that they did. But I mean, that takes time, dude, to, to get this thing going. Uh, but you tell me six and a half. Mm-hmm. A lot of points, man. Sure um, is. Especially that key number. You know, we always thought. You know, you look at the key number. You know, three, seven, ten. Mm-hmm. You know, in betting football, um, man, six is a massive, massively important number. So if it's over six and a half, dude. I like it. I like it. Uh, another game I've heard a lot of people talk about this week, especially with the 49ers, kind of their struggles in recent weeks. 49ers on the road against the Jaguars right now. 49ers, a three-point road favorite. That total sitting at 44.5. Can the 49ers get back to their winning ways, or will it be what I don't think anybody assumed going into the season, four straight losses for the 49ers? Yeah, I mean, who would have thought that? But that being said, look, I'm going to take the 49ers here to win and cover. Okay. But I like there are questions here mm-hmm. with this team. I know that there are a couple injuries out there, but you know this whole we don't need a quarterback thing, <laughs> buddy. You yeah. need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like you, you need a quarterback. You know what I mean? And Brock Purdy, like credit the kid, he's playing well above. Oh yeah, the Brock Purdy level, right? But dude, you know, I mean, at some point, like you can't just run Christian McCaffrey. Like, you're going to have to do more than that. But I don't believe in the Jags all that much either. I think they are getting better than where they were weeks one, two, three. But they turn the ball over a lot. And you do that against San Francisco, they really might not need a quarterback in that one. So. Yeah, give me the 49ers. I like it. All right, Alan, before we let you go, uh, real quick, what is your favorite NFL and or, I guess, uh, college football game of the weekend that we weren't able to get to? Yeah, look, I like Florida State any way that you want to take them. If you want to take it with spread, if you want to take, you know, a team total of 31.5 at home against Miami, um, Dude, they've got everything going for them, and they played pretty bad offensively last week. Mm-hmm. So I think that they really stick on the gas and get that thing going. And then if you're telling me in the NFL, uh, dude, look, man, I'm going to take the under in the Titans Bucks game. Mm-hmm. Every guy and a half, I know it seems low, but I think this is going to be a little bit of a regression for Will Levis, and the Bucks don't score at all. Mm-hmm. These are two very identical teams. I'll take the under that game. I like it. Well, it should be a fun weekend. Alan, thanks so much for joining us. We'll do it again next Friday. Hey, look forward to it, buddy. Have a good weekend, man. Thanks, Alan. Right back at you. Alan Bell uh, joining us every single Friday to talk gambling. He's from CBS Digital, and uh, he's also the executive producer of The Early Edge, which I say this a lot, but The Early Edge, it really is. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Um, they do a ton of stuff. It's on YouTube. Um, they also have their app and their website, Sportsline, that you can um, go and get all of, of not just Alan's, but all of their handicapper picks. Um, Bruce Marshall, who we're t- we'll talk to in a little bit, he's also on there. Uh, but with uh, with The Early Edge, they go live every single morning, um, I think about 9 o'clock or so, give their best bets of the day. They do other um, videos throughout the week for different sports and stuff. It's really good if you if you like uh, if you like sports betting and you uh, you know you want to hear what some of the experts think, it's a great option. Like I said, it's on YouTube, so it's free um, for those shows. But let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, we'll talk about this weekend slate in college football. Now back to sports time on Sports Fifty Six and ninety eight five FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus.
Welcome back into Sports Time. Brian Dakish, Johnny Hill with you. No Brett Norsworthy today. Uh, he's on the road to Athens, Georgia for Georgia and Ole Miss tomorrow night. But as always, we're in our family leisure studios. And Johnny, we just got some picks um, for tomorrow's slate of games. But it's a really, really good slate in college football. I mean, we're winding down kind of towards the end of the year. Teams are starting to play for bowl games or, or trying to either get into or, or keep their spot in the college football playoffs. But this weekend looks like a, a really fun weekend of football. Yeah, it seemed like an amazing week of football yeah. weekend, man. I'm excited about it. I really am. Yeah, no, I I really am excited. And uh, earlier we uh, we were talking about um, you know Jim Harbaugh and and everything going on. He's being you know suspended for three games. And and I said that I don't I don't really you know I don't mind him. I don't dislike him. I'm not a huge fan of his. I'm just whatever. He's a college football coach. Cool, whatever. Um, we did have a text message. I, I'm assuming it came in when we were talking about hey, kind of like him, kind of dislike him, whatever. Um, and, he, and this texter said that he drinks milk while eating steak. And that alone is enough reason to dislike him. Jim Harbaugh do that? That's a I little insane. I didn't know that. That is a little crazy, Brian. If that's true, I'm out on him. Hey, he can, uh, I can't hey, be a fan of him hey, if man, that's true. Milk not and steak? Anything, not saying anything against anybody that drinks milk with steak. It's just not what I would do. I have... Um, I have a really, really close family friend, like so close that we like do Christmas with them, Thanksgiving with them, like all the holidays with them. And he's a big milk guy. I don't know like if he would drink milk with steak, but I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Uh, man, I never, to be honest, Brian, I never heard of that. I like a, I like a cold cl- glass of milk, but maybe not with steak. Not with steak. Then you have a steak, steak sauce and. Your stomach gonna be in trouble. Water or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, water. With yeah, yeah, something reasonable. I, I don't know, but if that's true, uh, I'm completely out on Jim Harbaugh. But let's. I mean, looking at this slate of games this weekend, I mean, how how do you not get excited? I mean, just looking at just the top 25 matchups, you've got Miami and Florida State, and Allen says load up on Florida State, which I say go for. It. But also, it's a rivalry game. You kind of have to toss the records out in a rivalry game. Yeah, because anything can happen, anything like you said. Happen. Right? And obviously, Michigan and, and Penn State takes on kind of an extra level of uh, of interest because of everything happening with Jim Harbaugh. That's also at 11. Alabama, Kentucky at 11. Um, for American Athletic Conference fans, Tulsa, Tulane at 11 on ESPN2. Arizona, Colorado. Arizona's been playing really, really, really good football. Good. Really good. Uh, they've been looking really good. I'm excited for this. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people are excited for Michigan and, and Penn State. I know a lot of people are excited for Ole Miss and, and Georgia for good reasons. Um, I'm really excited for this Tennessee-Missouri game. Me, hey, hey. I'm really excited too, man. And the thing is, man, we're gonna see a lot, man. They got both good offenses, man. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. It, it's just gonna be. A, it's a great week. Of, week of college football. It man. is. It, great it's, week. A, it's a really, really good week. I think we were talking to to Bill Bender yesterday, and and he made a great point of you know Joe Milton's been playing a lot better in recent weeks, um, but also what Eli Drinkwitz has done this year in, in at Missouri. I go back to, um, uh, I think it was SEC media days, and we were talking about kind of all the coaches coming in, you know, who's on the hot seat, who do you think would be uh, kind of first coach fired, and uh, a lot of people, and I, I was probably one of them, said Eli Drinkwitz is right up there. I mean, if he, if he doesn't have a great season... He's probably going to be out, and his team has been really, really good this year. And uh, and you know, with uh, 
obviously with Luther Burden, when you have a receiver that is that electric yes. and a quarterback yes. that is that is that good at Brady Cook, Brady. Um, your offense is going to look really good. And that's not even throwing in um, the running back. Who's, man, they got who's been they really got good. two good running backs yeah. who are <laughs> electric, man. So that whole offense, like like I was saying earlier, man, it, it's really explosive. It's really explosive. So I'm excited about that game against Tennessee right now. Tennessee, a, a slight favorite on the road. So we'll see if they can go, uh, you know, on the road and get a win. But let's talk just for a second. I know we need to get to a break. Let's talk a second about this Ole Miss and Georgia game. I've heard a lot of people saying take Ole Miss plus the 10.5. Alan Bell said take uh, Ole Miss plus 10.5. You know, I'm going to wait until we get to Friday football forecast later, but I'm starting to think I'm going to take Ole Miss plus 10.5. I mean, when you look at this, I, I do think Lane Kiffin really wants this game. I think he's really excited um, about this opportunity. I think a lot of people at Ole Miss uh, are excited about this opportunity. I think they know what this game could mean for the rest of their season. Um, but it's also the same thing at, at Georgia. I think uh, you know, you're, you're telling me that this team that is going for three straight national championships doesn't know Hey, we got to win this game on, on on Saturday against against Ole Miss, and know that Ole Miss is a good team coming in. You know, it's it's going to be an interesting game, and and I'm excited about it um, to see what Ole Miss can do on the road, a tough environment. You know, everyone talks about Beaver Stadium and uh, you know that environment that you get um, for Penn State at night games and those wideouts and stuff like that. George's close up there. I mean, they pack they that out for night games. They, you know, it gets jumping in there. And uh, so it's going to be a tough environment. But I do think Ole Miss has a, has a really good opportunity. I've been going, um, you know, saying this day in and day out. I've been really, really impressed with what Jackson Dart has done this season at quarterback. He's made improvements. I remember um, last year when, uh, when Jay Morgan was still working here, um, me and him would talk a lot about Jackson Dart, as a you know, when it comes to him sitting in the pocket and throwing the ball, it's not great. It doesn't seem like they really draw up a ton of pass plays for him. It, yeah. You know, it doesn't seem like they have a ton of confidence in him. I, I've seen that completely flip this year. Yeah, they have confidence yeah. in him. He looks confident back there. Very confident. He looks like he he is super comfortable in the system. And, and you look at those stats, and it reflects it. And so I think it's going to be a great matchup um, on uh, tomorrow night at, at six o'clock. One ESPN is going to be the college game day game, so a lot of excitement around it. It should be a ton of fun. But let's go ahead and get to a break, wrap up this hour. When we come back, we'll talk some more wagering with Bruce Marshall.